Well, as of last week late, your internet service provider can now sell your browsing history to the highest bidder. That wasn't the case up until recently. As a matter of fact, um, the Republican-led Senate voted along party lines, 50 to 48, to roll back the broadband privacy rules that had been implemented just a few months ago under the Obama administration. And the resolution nullifies the regulations passed by the Federal Communications Commission in October, uh, which required Internet service providers, ISPs like Comcast, um, and uh, Verizon, well, Comcast, Verizon, and... Um, well, even, um, even uh, like, May, uh, wouldn't that be Yahoo as well? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, as well as mobile data carriers like Verizon Wireless to get customers' permission before sharing their sensitive information. So before so, then, no, you had to have the permission. No, that's not true at all. That's what it says. Well, gee, you probably it, got it off the internet. I read it off the internet. <laughs> yeah, I probably got it off the internet. I ran, okay. a, I ran an ISP, right? Yeah. Owned one. Okay. I can tell you, we if you, all you did was you have a contract with the user. So if they say, yes, continue, right? Read the terms and conditions, check that box and continue right. if it's in the terms and conditions. So it's the contract with the user. So that was what was, you know, in, and if you'd said, look, we'll sell it anonymously, mm-hmm. right? They could sell it anonymously, and most did. Hmm. Right? Because the uh, the, the way they took, it's being... your, they took out the individual identifiers, right? Okay. But then, but most did. But essentially, you had to give your permission to have that done, don't you? Well, of course. I just said you got to yeah. check the box. Okay. Okay. And, this and particular... of course, you read it. You yeah. read every time, right? right? Exactly. So no, no, no. I understand happens. what you're saying. So, okay. so yeah, but okay. So if I want to get internet service, I have to check the box. If I don't check the box, you don't get internet. Service. You don't get internet service. Right. And I, yet I'm paying for it. I want internet service. So well, you don't have to pay for it if you don't get it. We no longer have to check the box. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if we check the box or not now. It's, they can do what they want. Well, it's still a contract with the user. Yeah, it is. Let's just, so it was, so, it was always that way. Well, then here's the magic question I have for you, Gary, because you can answer this because you've been involved with this. Is the contract with the entity or the contract with... Am I having a contract with the entity when I do that so that if you decide to sell, if Comcast decides to sell to another company, then they automatically get, get those rights that go with it? Or If it's in the contract. Okay, right? so you have to read the contract. Yeah. Okay. And, and most of us don't. Right. Oh. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. We have a couple of people online with us, and we're going to get them involved in the conversation as well. Kasten Thomas is with us. He's our security expert from Interworks Technology. Kasten, thanks for being with us here on the Internet Advisor. Happy to be here, Forrest. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Hey. And also with us is Sean Murphy, who is a CEO and uh, the inventor of Sender.com, S-N-D-R.com. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for being with us as well. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay. Maybe you can jump into the, what essentially Gary is saying, if I'm interpreting it, is that all along we have essentially given up our rights to privacy. The only difference, because we've signed the contract well, that essentially the, said, check the box, and if you're going to have if, internet service from us, we'll do what we will so with your So a lot of companies, though, said, we will never do it, right? But some companies did. It's in the contract. So it's okay. all individual. It's all different, it's depending all on contract. what's depending on the contract. What's hap- Am I right then, uh, either one of you, Kasten or Sean, you maybe comment on this, that the difference right now is that you don't have to worry about what's in the contract or not? Kasten? Well, I mean... The, the idea here was that there was an additional layer needed that, uh, you know, the, the ISP subscriber had to opt in for this additional 
uh, selling of that data. So yes, of course, that data has always been captured. Some of them, for, you know, for network quality of shirt, you know, quality of service purposes. Sure. Uh, some for uh, enforcement. You know, people that are downloading it, uh, you know, over BitTorrent. Uh, Comcast has, has stated that they they keep that for you know half a year. Uh, so a lot of this information has been kept for for quite a while, and this was just a temporary measure to stop the the um, the business of selling that data. Okay, and that measure you're talking about the measure that was in in let's say brought into effect last October by the FCC, right? That's correct, and that you know that covered the contents of your communication or emails with them. Uh, you know, any sort of apps you might be using, geolocation, that type of stuff. Okay. That, by the way, this is Sean Murphy speaking, right? <laughs> yes. Get the voice. I think so. We'll get the voices <laughs> sorted out. Okay. <laughs> so, Cash, the, the question then arises is, is there a way now, and the, the question is being asked openly is, is there a way of protecting that consumers can use to protect their privacy online? Caston, is there a way now that can be used? Well, certainly, if you don't use Yahoo, AOL, Google, Facebook, or any of those, because even as, as we're going to talk about VPN and other protections, mm-hmm. uh, those companies all have ways of tracking activity beyond just your Internet address. So uh, we can go into detail. But yeah. Well, the reason I'm asking the question is, and that was you mentioned VPNs. It's a specific question that I have: is will are VPNs virtual private networks? Well, first of all, let's explain to the listeners what a VPN is. Anyone want to take that one? And, well, we'll let our guests do that because it's right. a, it's a way of establishing a, um, um, an encrypted tunnel between my PC and a server out there, so that my traffic uh, cannot be snooped on between my PC, and its final destination. And, and there are companies, am I right, Kasten and Sean, that offer this kind of service? Oh, there's, there's quite a few of them, and you can also, you know, depending on what sort of router you might have at home or at your office, you can set that up in, in your house. And, you know, my personal opinion is that's, that's probably a really great way to go uh, if you have a trusted Internet pipe. Uh, some third-party VPNs, though, that adds an additional question that, you know, could they be monitoring this traffic and, and in fact, selling it as well? <laughs> okay. So that is the issue, then, is if the, if the VPNs can be trusted themselves not to take that information and pass it on to somebody else. How e- how easy is it to set up a VPN, Kasten? Uh, it's not, it's <clears throat> not difficult for someone with uh, the ability to install Windows or install applications. It's just another application. Uh, you probably need a little bit of information on your uh, destination addresses and things like that, but these services typically have support to guide you through that or a step-by-step, here's where you go get your information in order to mm-hmm. uh, set up the application. Right. It's usually a paid-for service. You can get it for like $9 a month or even more. more. And mm-hmm. uh, some of it's free. They, there's free VPN out there as well. Yep. Not- does this work with all of your connections then online, or do you have to establish a, a link, uh, a VPN protected link every time you get on to go to a different website? Well, most systems are going to be configured. You know, when you start them up, as soon as you initiate that first connection, you're going to establish that VPN link. Uh, there is some opportunity for for leakage, however. Um, but once that, once that connection is established, typically it is, um, you know, it's, it's pretty much set it and forget it. Uh, there's also other, you know, solutions other than VPNs as well. Okay. Um, 
uh, you know, really, the, you know, the idea here is really putting pressure on your ISP uh, to, to let them know that this is not something that's in their best interest. You know, if, if they're selling my data and I find out um, and, and, you know, potentially I have a choice in ISPs, mm-hmm. I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch to somebody that doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Also, if I don't have a choice, which, you know, unfortunately is, is most of America, I'm going to reduce the services I get from them. I'm not going to buy a voice line from you. I'm not going to buy, you know, storage or email or anything else that they offer. Uh, and to, to basically put that pressure on them to stop, you know, stop mm-hmm. this as a, uh, you know, an economical, uh, you know, product that they will sell. Right. Cal, do you have a point? I mean, we talk about VPNs and stuff like that, but regardless, if you go on the Internet, it's it's synonymous with driving on the street. I mean, as soon as you go out there, some way they'll be able to track you one way or the other, correct? I mean, you can't be invisible. And that that's my point. I mean, we're, we're getting all up in arms about the ISP selling this information, but Google is selling the information. Facebook is selling the information. There are some very, very powerful companies in what's called ad tech that mm-hmm. have, you know, they're very, very powerful, and they've reoriented what it means for advertising in America. Kasten, and, they're not, and they're not even names that we've heard of. Yeah. Kasten Thomas is with us, CEO of Interworks Technology, Sean Murphy from Sender.com. We're going to come back in just a minute after a break. We're going to talk about some of those other solutions. And, Sean, I want to talk about Sender.com, SNDR.com, your organization, and what you offer people as well. On Tuesday of this last week, the U.S. House of Representatives voted to kill Federal Communication Commission rules that would have stopped ISPs from selling data about ourselves and how what we do on the Internet. Last night, later that night, pardon me, Google searches in the U.S. for a tool called VPN, Virtual Private Network, spiked to a five-year high, according to Google Trends. Now, the question is... Was that really necessary? Ed? You know, and and this we were talking about this during the commercial break is that regardless, this is uh, with the repeal of this, um, we're just going back the way it was six months ago, right? Right? I mean, <laughs> that's really uh, that's all that's happening. And I don't want to scare our listeners thinking that everyone has to go out and make sure that they use uh, secured uh, HTTPS whenever mm-hmm. they go to a website or make sure that uh, that they're using a VPN connection. You don't have to go out there. It's just reverting back to the same old way it was before in and, October of 2016. And, you know, all the big companies have said because somebody does actually read those T's and C's and reads the contract that you say, yep, click on I agree and and continue, right, which is your permission to do it. But there's other people that, that actually go through it, and they've all said, hey, you know, so-and-so, you're, you're not providing enough privacy for the people that uh, use your services. So they take and they say, all right, we're only going to do this in aggregate. And there's a lot of companies that sell data, but it's not tracked to you individually. Mm-hmm. You're just part of a statistic somewhere. Yeah, and, 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 and that's and a good that point. Matter, and right? that's a good point because one of the um, some of the media was saying, "Well, let's go out there and buy all of our government congressmen and senators. Let's buy their individual stuff." Yeah, you there can't were GoFundMe's. You can't. You do can't that. do it. So you hear these people were were. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of sensationalist out there. Yeah. Well, that's, but, and they don't know. They're just journalists. They don't know they about don't know. technology. Well, Kasten Thomas, uh, the CEO of Interworks Technology, is with us on the line. Kasten, along with Sean Murphy, who is uh, with Sender.com, 
Cassin, you mentioned the fact that you know that Google and Facebook and a lot of other large companies are already gathering information. As a matter of fact, Cal, you had an interesting analogy about uh, being kind of like driving your car out of your house. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to be seen on the internet, you don't get on the internet. It's just like if you you you, you go out your driveway, you're going to be driving on the, the street. Someone's going to see you driving in the car. Your neighbors might actually see your drive pull out. Yeah, your it, car pull out to drive. Right? Unless you put yeah. on your VPN car. Yeah, and that sort of thing. But no, but they're going to they're going to see you. So the the whole bottom line is if you don't want to be viewed by the internet, you don't want statistics gathered about you, don't use the internet. If you do use the internet, then just use it judiciously. If there's something you don't want people to know, just don't do that particular part of your life right. on the you internet. You know, I or you know, yeah, a lot of people don't want to know their neighbors knowing that I that they go out and buy depends on Amazon <laughs> and have them delivered to their house. You know, they can't tell that. Uh, they can't tell. I know. I'm just okay. saying. But a lot of people might be sensitive to stuff like that. Well, that I think is kind of the way it's yes. being played up. Uh, both uh, maybe cast and you want to comment first, and then you, Sean. I mean, that seems to be kind of the way what's happened is it's like a sensationalism that's out there right now that's having people running for VPNs. Caston? Right. And in order to fully protect yourself, that's just one component of protecting your privacy. You still need ad blockers. You have to eliminate all the cookies and, from your computer and uh, stop taking emails because advertisers, including Google, are embedding transparent one-pixel images into emails in order to be able to track how many times you've opened that email. And then once they've done that and they link it to web browsing, they know who you are and how many times you're clicking on links. And now they're able to essentially build cookie crumbs so that you're able to uh, track that individual, VPN or not, Mm -hmm. because you're trusting that other place that you're connecting to, whether it's Facebook or Google browsing, you're trusting them and you've already given them your rights to use their free service. I mean, it comes mm-hmm. back to, to what I always say. If you're not paying for it, then you're the product. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. And, you know, we're all using cell phones today to get on the Internet. And I put on location services because I want to use Google Maps. I want to recenter. I want to be able to uh, have right. them direct me to the nearest gas station if I use Gas Buddy or Waze or whatever. I'm asking them to, you know, track my location, right? Yeah. Hey, Sean, I want uh, Sean Murphy is with us as well, and uh, he's the CEO and vendor of SNDR.com, Sender.com. You have, it looks like from what I've read of the material here, you have some solutions for people who are more interested in privacy. Am I right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So th- this company was founded on you know restoring digital uh, privacy and and just general con- you know consumer security. Uh, and, and everything we're talking about is, is just so wonderful to get out there and, and you know, let people know that this, you know, social media giants are, are doing this. And, you know, potentially the ISPs could be doing it as well. So all, all this conversation just helps everyone, uh, you know, really secure themselves and, and give themselves, you know, a little bit more privacy and, and, you know, maybe a little bit more education about this, too, is what, what everyone needs. How does your sender work? How does that, uh, that software that you develop work? Well, Sender is uh, is an upcoming communication and file sharing solution uh, that was designed specifically to eliminate this threat. Uh, you know, the idea is end-to-end cryptography is a, is a great solution, but it's almost inc- it's almost impossible for most people to use. 
uh, once you get it set up and you get everyone else you know to, to use it and buy into it, then it works. It's great. It's wonderful. I, you know, me as the CEO of this company, I can't spy on you. I can't sell uh, any you know, metadata information about you. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, but the problem has historically been trying to get people to adopt it and, and you know, to ultimately care about it. And so really we're trying to find interesting ways to get people to buy into this, uh, to think about their privacy and their security. Because uh, it's not just, you know, you know, what you do, but it's everyone that you interact with. You know, you're, if you don't use social media, well, your neighbor probably does or your best friend does. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you get tangled up with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. One of the aspects I see here in some of your information is that you can recall and annihilate sent messages. <laughs> it's fascinating. How do you do that? Well, again, it all goes back to this, this concept of cryptography. When you send an email to somebody, uh, you're, you're blasting out this, this textual information, probably some attachments, uh, and that hops across different servers and it ends up on their computers. And, you know, there's like 25 copies of it, you know. And so the idea here with Sender, this network that we're building, uh, is every step of the way is uh, part of a, a directed graph, we call it. Uh, and, you know, anytime someone wants to access it, uh, they have to get they have to you know, request cryptography keys at any point in time. You can pull mm-hmm. those back. Um, so it's not that you know it's going to be absolutely perfect and, and wonderful. It's just it gives you that peace of mind that you know any time in the future you can say I don't want this content available, no matter where it is. I don't want it right. to be decrypted. I don't want people looking at it. So this sounds like a, a, a pretty highly refined tool. It's SNDR.com. Gentlemen, we haven't got too much time left, so just kind of quickly, three things that you would give people to protect their privacy. If they're interested in protecting their privacy, what three pieces of advice would you give them? Let's start with you, Kasten. Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm a bit of a fatalist. I would say don't get online and throw <laughs> away your phone. <laughs> we, we live in what I call a society of surveillance. It's a fact of life, and it just seems to be that uh, the technology is outpacing all this. Um, you know, there are offline clients, Starbucks, Traxxas, uh, if we've ever logged into a Starbucks network uh, in, in one of the stores, if we walk by, they know who we are and that we've just walked by. We don't even have to go into the store because our <laughs> Wi-Fi device says, here I am. Hey, Caston, so, I grew up in a small town. They, the Internet holds nothing over the surveillance <laughs> of my neighbor and, and all of my you know, my friends' uh, parents that, uh, you know, used to tell my parents about what I was doing. And, In and Spanish, whatnot, there's so. a saying, Pueblo Pequeño, Infierno Grande, a small town is a large hell. But <laughs> yeah. Gary, you left. Yeah, good point. <laughs> hey, Sean, how about you? Any uh, tips you would give to our listeners in terms of, all right, don't, don't panic, uh, but here are some things you might want to think of doing. I, you know, I think that probably the easiest for, you know, people to do is, is to really start reducing the amount of stuff that you're putting out there. You know, really don't feed these dragons. Don't give them, you know, where you're located at all point in time. And, uh, you know, really reduce which services that you use. And, you know, if you just do a quick Google search, you can probably find a lot of, you know, privacy problems that a lot of the apps most people use. Stop using them. And that sends a pretty clear message of, of what we want. Thank you very much, Sean, for being with us. Sean Murphy, CEO and inventor of SNDR.com, Sender.com. That's Sean, we'll, we'll post that, by the way, on our uh, show notes so that you can look at it further. And Kasten Thomas, CEO of Interworks, good to talk with you again, sir, as always. Good to have you on with your wisdom. 
great, and the Cinder application looks fabulous. It's very, very intriguing. Look forward to seeing that hit the market. All right. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for being with us. And, guys, I guess the, the final thing is not to pull the, you know, hit the panic button. You know, this is, as you said, Ned, we're just going back to where we were in October. Absolutely. In many ways. And, mm-hmm. and just be wise about what you put online and know that you're being watched and the material that you're using is being sent around the block.